Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners. We coach the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, the Florida Coaches Coalition, and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You heard me say many times, these are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now please don't hit the fast forward button. Take the next three minutes, listen to our sponsorship shout outs. These are all great companies that I used as an athletic director. You should use them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Home Campus. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association information management platform for the podcast. Home Campus is also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility, uh, state association connections, and so much more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. And the Home Campus team was great to work with, too. To find out more and get signed up with Home Campus, go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. You will be impressed. We also want to say thanks to Gipper the official social media graphic solution for the Educational AD Podcast. Go to Gipper.com, start creating custom content for your school's social media channels in seconds. Celebrate your athletes, promote your teams. Uh, Gipper is the number one uh, professional graphic design platform for high school athletic directors. It's graphics made simple. Go to Gipper.com, get started today. We also want to thank Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire platform um, that allows athletic directors to do their job better. You've got Snap Raise, their fundraising platform, but there's Snap Spin, Snap Connect, Snap Sponsor. Check out the entire suite at snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. We also want to thank District 1. Go to district1.com, that's W-O-N, and you're going to feel like you've won because District 1 offers you great custom team uniforms, uh, on-time delivery in 20 days or less, and here's the best part. They have one-at-a-time replacements. You'll never have to order a full set again when you just need one or two. Go to district1.com. Click on the team gear button for your free quote, district1.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console. It's a great way to celebrate your community, showcase your school's history, showcase your athletes, and also tell stories to your stakeholders. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. When you're ready to order, mention you heard about it on the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We want to thank Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the tools that Huddle provided to help them coach their athletes at the highest level. Go to Huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown's recently acquired Ticket Spicket, and together they're going to continue to provide you with great digital ticketing options. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets. They're also going to provide you with a dedicated client success manager 
that gives you hands-on support every step of the way. Every step of the way. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We want to thank Sideline Interactive. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards and schedule a live web demo to see their products in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys for their support. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data about your athletic department. ADs usually just hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything. And that's really only about 2% of your group. Athletic Surveys will connect you with that 2% and the 98% that love and support your program. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to help you take the pulse of your parents and your student-athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to Clayton, Indiana today, and we're going to visit with Scott Stevens, the athletic director at Cascade High School. Scott is a certified athletic administrator, comes highly recommended from a previous podcast guest, but we're excited to hear what he has to say. Scott, uh, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's, a, it's an honor to be on here. Oh, well, uh, we're looking forward to hearing uh, how you do things at Cascade High School. We always like to start out by letting our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up, maybe take us up through your own high school and college days, and then stop there at graduation. We'll take a break and then come back and hear more about your early career. But what's the Scott Stevens origin story? Sure. I grew up in a small town in north central Indiana called Fairmount, which our claim to fame is that's the home of James Dean. So that's our most famous alum there. But uh, I grew up like like many uh, athletic directors. I played multi-sport athlete. I played football, basketball, rain track at my high school and then uh, went to Ball State University. Um, and, and this is where my path might be a little bit different. Growing up, I knew I wanted to go to the medical field. So for th the first three and a half years of Ball State, I was actually studying pre-medicine, pre-dentistry. And then somebody asked me to help coach a club volleyball team. And that changed my life because I knew I wanted to coach and teach. And I went to my mom and dad at the time and said, hey, I know I'm getting ready to graduate, but I'm switching majors. Um, and the, the wide eyes on my parents were, um, like you're, you're doing what? <laughs> and I said, this is what I want to do. Um, so when I made that switch, I, I started coaching everything that I could under the sun, trying to get that experience and to make myself marketable. And I had the opportunity of going back and coaching at uh, my alma mater, Madison Grant. And I was the JV volleyball coach for a year. And that was, that was fun to go back in that capacity and, um, graduated from ball state, um, took a, two additional years to do because I had to get my education classes done and get my student teaching done. But uh, that's kind of, kind of my background. You know, um, uh, not, not that unusual, maybe the, uh, the medical, uh, uh, you know, path. Um, 
correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Ball State one of those universities that is fairly well known for its its health and PE uh, curriculum and, and churning out teachers, or am I thinking of another institution? No, that's you're right. It's a uh, Ball State's really known for their education uh, for teachers program, and actually, our daughter just graduated from high school at Cascade, and she's going to Ball State in elementary education. Um, but yeah, Ball State's known for that. They're known for their architecture program, and they do have a pretty big exercise science program there as well. Yeah, uh, just had someone on the podcast recently, um, younger than than you, and you're a few years younger than me, uh, but they talked about they were at their college just recently, they were a PE major. And it just kind of surprised me because you don't hear that much anymore. It's exercise science or it's sport administration. So having gone through yourself, um, uh, a PE major curriculum, uh, what are some of the courses that stick out for you years later as a school-based AD? Well, actually my, uh, for the education classes, that was actually biology, um, that was my major um, once I switched from pre-medical, pre-dentistry into education. So I taught high school biology and AP biology and all of that. Okay. Well, obviously, there were some pedagogical classes there. Uh, and again, you just don't hear that much anymore. Maybe I'm sheltered. Uh, any uh, of those courses, uh, even as a biology teacher, uh, stick out for you now? Sure. Um I also took some coaching classes when I made that switch. So some of those kinesiology courses and, and learning about how the body moves and, and even some of the um, education psychology courses about learning how young kids think and, and why they behave the way they do obviously trans, uh, translates very well into my profession now and trying to step back. And when you get some of those kids making some decisions, real, even as your own, as your own child, why are you doing that? And, and then thinking back to some of those courses I've had of, of saying, well, sometimes there's a physiological reason why kids do what they do. Yeah, those uh, impulsive uh, decisions that, uh, you know, middle schoolers, high schoolers, even college students and sometimes young coaches uh, uh, make. Yeah. Uh, they'll leave you scratching your head as a supervisor and, as you mentioned, as a parent. Yeah. Um we're going to hear a little bit more about the Cascade High School program, but uh, let's take our first break. For our listeners, our guest today is Scott Stevens. He's a certified athletic administrator, and once again, he's the director of athletics at Cascade High School in Clayton, Indiana. We're going to be coming back with some more, so please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is the official uh, student management program for the Educational AD podcast. And it's a platform that when I was an athletic director, I used it every single day. Um, the home campus staff was just great to work with, and you're going to love them too. To find out more about what home campus can do for you and your program, go to homecampus.com. It's that easy. Go to homecampus.com. Find out uh, all the things that they can do with scheduling, with athletic clearances and networking with your state association. That's homecampus.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Scott, uh, you took us up through, you know, kind of the, the college days uh, at Ball State. 
Uh, share a little bit about your early career. Um, I, I think young uh, ADs or even undergrads sometimes think you're just going to fall into that perfect position that you spend the next, uh, you know, 35 years at. But what was your early career like? Yeah, my first uh, teaching job I got uh, right out of college was at Indianapolis Public Schools. Uh, they had a teacher fair at Ball State, and they offered me a job on the spot, and I took it. Um, so I taught sixth grade science. Um, for one year. And while I was there, I coached volleyball and track. And um, after one year knew I wanted to be more at that high school level. Um, so I was able to get a um, teaching job at Southwestern uh, Shelbyville. And that's a really small country school. But uh, I, I felt I was fortunate that I got my first varsity head coaching job my second year of teaching. So while I was at Southwestern, I was the varsity volleyball coach assistant girls basketball coach and varsity boys golf coach, um, along with teaching four different classes. Um, so I was really, really busy those two two years I was there. And then um, for travel and, and finances, um, an opportunity at Lawrence North High School opened up and I went there and taught biology and was the assistant volleyball coach. Um, and then realized after being a head coach Sometimes it's a little hard to, to step back and become an assistant again. Um, so Speedway High School varsity volleyball job opened up and I applied for that and, and was there for a total of nine years as a biology teacher. And then the first six years, I was the varsity volleyball coach. And then I got the opportunity of getting into athletic administration. Um, I was the assistant athletic director at Speedway for the last three and a half years. Um, and then once I did that, I knew that's what I want to do. I want to be an athletic director. Um, so I started applying and interviewing and um, Cascade gave me the opportunity. And I've been here for nine years now, um, getting ready to start my 10th year. So I, I moved around like a lot of young coaches do, trying to find that fit. Um and Speedway was a great place, but um, I knew to get that AD job, I needed to maybe search elsewhere, and Casca gave me that opportunity. Um, I'm going to hear about your AD experience soon, but uh, I want to go back to that first uh, head coaching job. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be a head football coach, you know, and was an assistant for a couple of years and then got my first uh, head job when I was like 25 years old. Uh, the expression, you know, you don't know what you don't know certainly applied to me. Uh, what was your experience like as a young head coach, first time head coach? I think that could, that phrase can be for any job, not just coaching. Um, and, I, and I try to tell my young coaches now, you don't know what you don't know until you get in that role. Um, obviously the coaching side of it, you think, you know, you, you know, you've been an assistant or you've coached travel ball or whatever you might. And, um, so I thought, yeah, I know everything there is to know about volleyball, um, until I started. And then all of the management side of the sport, you can't, you can't prepare for, um, that was probably the biggest, the biggest shock was all of the side stuff that goes on behind the scenes that nobody ever knows you have to do, but you have to do, um, sometimes that's the nice thing about being an assistant is you can just coach. You don't have to worry about paperwork. You don't have to worry about mm -hmm. rosters and eligibility and all of that. But that that was probably the biggest shock was, wow, 
there's the coaching, and then there's all this other stuff I have to do. Now, let's go and uh, jump ahead and uh, talk about that same process, becoming an athletic director. You know, you, you've you been an AD now for a number of years, but, you know, what was that like coming over to the other side of the desk? Um, you know, any memories stick out for you? <laughs> I, I was really blessed at Speedway. The guy I worked for um, is one of my mentors, Brian Avery, and um, he progressively allowed me more opportunities to do those behind the scenes things as an assistant AD. So I was I totally prepared? Of course not. But did I have a taste of what goes on behind the scenes? Yes. But uh, the first memory, I did not get this job at Cascade until four days before the kids arrived. Um, so it was last minute. And I remember a picture um, our principal took of me. I'm sitting behind my desk arms folded, like, what am I getting into? Um, but like I said, with, with the, with the help of Brian as, as my mentor and a lot of other friends now on this field, I was able to muddle my way through to get started and then kind of find my procedures and protocols that, that fit for me. But, uh, yeah, it was, I, I thought I knew what I was doing. Um, and luckily I've been here for nine years now. So people think I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Obviously, you know what you're doing there, but uh, appreciate you sharing that. And uh, thanks for uh, giving us a segue into our next segment, uh, talking about mentors. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, but when we come back, we're going to hear from Scott Stevens, the athletic director at Cascade High School in Clayton, Indiana. We're going to hear about some of the mentors that helped him along the way. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper is the official social media graphic solution for the podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, they're going to show you how to create custom sports graphics for your school, for your teams, for your athletes in seconds. Um, celebrate your program and promote your teams. Over 3,000 athletic programs are using Gipper. It's professional, it's simple, and you should be using it. Go to Gipper.com, start creating custom content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to SnapRays.com, check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. Of course, there's SnapRays, their fundraising platform, but there's so many other features to the Snap Suites. If you're looking for a fundraiser, though, you need to look no further. Uh, Snap Raise uh, was fantastic for our school, for our teams. They even have a program where they'll give you your money before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else offers that. You can find out about Snap Raise and more. Go to snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to District 1. Go to district1.com. That's W O N. And you're going to feel like you've won because District 1 offers you custom-made uniforms. You can get them in 20 business days or less. And here's the best part. You can order one-at-a-time replacements. You'll never have to order a full set of uniforms when you only need one or two. Go to District 1, that's W-O-N, district1.com. Click on the Team Gear button and get your free quote, district1.com. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Scott, uh, you mentioned one of your mentors in the previous segment, uh, and that's one of my favorite uh, uh, topics to ask ADs. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that have helped you along the way in your journey as a coach and an athletic director? Professionally in athletic administration, uh, I've mentioned Brian Avery before. Uh, Brian's longtime athletic director. He was the athletic director at Speedway um, and gave me that opportunity to to work under him. And Brian's now retired and works for the IHSAA in a, in a different capacity. But um, Brian's been a tremendous asset to me as I've grown in this profession. He uh, He's the one that as soon as I started, he said, first thing you need to do is get involved with your state association, the IIIAA. And he signed, signed me up for my membership. And I've been a member with IIIAA and have worked my way up to a leadership role in that organization. But Brian's been phenomenal. He, he's the one person that if I have a question, I'll still text him and ask, hey, what do I do here? Or do you have any suggestions? Um, and then most recently, um, got to know Rob Seymour quite a bit. And Rob's the one that recommended me to you but uh, Rob's the AD at Fishers and um, Rob and I I think are kindred spirits um, we think a lot alike we know why our profession is so important for for developing young young student athletes and um, Rob and I share a lot of information and a lot of ideas and and um, Rob's now moved into the president of our IIIAA role and but those two individuals are, are my go-to people when I have athletic director questions. You know, you mentioned uh, the state association. Um, obviously, you know, you're a CAA. That doesn't happen by accident. Uh, so you've been involved with the national organization as well. Take us through that journey. Uh, how'd you get involved with NIAAA? Um Go back to when, when Brian asked, he said, if you want to be serious about this job and you want to make connections and relationships. You need to get involved with uh, the double I triple A and, and the NI triple A. And um, so I did, uh, but being a new athletic director, I thought how I, I'm so invested in what I'm doing at my school. I don't have time to get involved outside of that. And um, so the first couple of years I was a member and I went to our state conferences and, um, and then an opportunity came up in our state association and for a technology director and Brian asked, Hey, would you be interested in this? And I said, absolutely. So I got on the board of directors and um, did that for a couple of years. And then the treasurer um, was retiring from his teaching or not teaching, but athletic director position. And he said, I think you'd be really good at this. Have you ever thought about becoming an executive board member and, and taking on a leadership role in that capacity. And I said, absolutely. So for the last couple of years, I've been the treasurer for the AA. And, and since that, that move to that leadership, my connections and my network have expanded tremendously. And this is, I mean, this is a people business and it's all about relationships. And, and uh, so kind of working my way up through the ranks, if you will, and the double I triple A. And then because of my board position, our school said, you know what? You, yes, go to the national convention. 
so the last couple of years I've been able to go to the NIAAA conference and and just obviously my network keeps growing and, and the people I can call and ask questions just keep growing. And that's been one of the most rewarding parts of this job is making not just colleagues, but making friends. Well, speaking of networking, uh, and we'll do this again at the end of the interview. Um, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? They can email me at school. It's uh, Scott or it's S Stevens. So it's S S T E V E N S at M C C S C dot K one two dot I N dot U S. I know it's a long email address um, and I can share my cell phone number. If they want to call me or text me, that's fine too. It's 317-797-7032. And for our NIAAA members that are listening, uh, Scott's information is also available through the NIAAA member portal. We're visiting with Scott Stevens. Uh, It's been great so far. We're coming back with more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is actually an interactive touchscreen video console. It's going to highlight the performances of your students, both past and present, and help tell the unique story of your school's diverse history and proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. And when you're ready to order, tell them you heard about it on the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided to help them coach our student athletes at the highest level. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. Uh, Go to hometownticketing.com. Check out how they can help you set up and sell your tickets online for all your events, not just athletic events, but things like school plays and concerts, school dances, even graduation. And here's the best part. Every step of the way, Hometown's going to provide you with a dedicated client success manager that provides you with hands-on support every step of the way. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. Jake, I want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to two of your sponsors that we use here at Cascade, Gipper and Huddle. Uh, both of them have been fantastic, taking a little bit off of my plate and responsibilities, uh, making things a lot easier in the athletic office. So I just want to say thank you to those two, two vendors. Well, I appreciate that, Scott. Every single one of our sponsors is a product that I used as an athletic director or as a coach. So I feel very good in having them as a sponsor. But it's great to hear uh, from our guests like you uh, that are still using it. So appreciate that. I know they do, too. Um, 
Scott, one of the things that we try to do with this podcast is the idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do at Cascade that you're particularly proud of? Maybe these are initiatives that you created, or maybe they've things that have been going on for 50 years that you continue to do, but have any best practices you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. Um, when I started at Cascade, one of the things I wanted to do was um, to create some sort of initiative that we could give back to uh, Riley Hospital for Children in Indianapolis. Um, our daughter, Addison, had open heart surgery when she was two, and um, Riley's been near and dear to us. So uh, I thought about this when I was at Speedway, but once I got the AD's job at Cascade, I thought, you know, now's my time that we can do this. So we utilized uh, some students and we done toy drives um, and we've done about six of them now that we'll collect toys at athletic events and we'll take a group of student athletes to Riley Hospital and uh, deliver those toys right before Christmas. Um, and then the hospital can give those toys to those kids that are that are there at the hospital. So um, that's probably one of the proudest things that, that I've done is to try to instill in our student athletes the, the sense of giving back and, and opening their eyes to, um, it's a big world out there. There's a lot going on that you don't understand. And, and those kids have been very appreciative of being able to see the hospital and see what the, the hospital does for families, not just across Indiana, but across the United States. Um, so we, we've done that for a few years. COVID kind of altered a lot of things where you couldn't get into the hospital very much. But um, uh, I've been very proud of, of being able to do that and give back to Riley in that capacity. Well, uh, again, I, I just love to hear programs that reach out into, you know, the, the community, that it's not just, you know, in-house stuff, which is, you know, hard enough to do on its own. As you were putting that program together, you know, what, looking back, what were some of the key steps, you know, if somebody's thinking about, uh, you know, trying that themselves. Having a good contact at the hospital um, and working with her, uh, Susan's been fabulous and um, trying to coordinate when we can get toys dropped off and, and what, what does that look like? Um, what group of student athletes are we going to take? So at the same time, we started our student athletic leadership council. So those are the kids that um, kind of spearheaded the fundraiser and spearheaded um, those evenings of collecting the toys. Um, obviously communication with our visiting school, whoever we're playing. We altered, uh, one year we would do it for a football game. The next year we did it for a basketball game. Um, the first year we did it, we wanted to make it a great big deal. So we reached out to our local um, Channel 13 sports and said, hey, we're doing this would you guys be interested in coming and covering this? And so they sent a reporter out and covered the events. And um, it, it was great to, for people to look and see Cascade, um, not just for the sports, but look at what they're doing for their community. And so it was a great, great kickoff to that initiative. And um, you know, it's been, it's been fun. It's like I said, to, to allow the kids an opportunity to see what other people are going through and uh, empathy is, is something that 
uh, I think we're lacking empathy and sympathy. And I, I think that's a, a great way for these kids to learn some life lessons. No, absolutely. And you bring up a, another great point when you're doing these activities, you know, whatever they are to your school, um, the local newspapers, you know, the local TV stations, they are, I don't want to say desperate, but they're always looking for great content. And there's so many great things going on at your school right now. Uh, you need to um, tell the world about it. Uh, you know, people are going to talk about your school anyway. They might as well be saying nice things. Uh, so, you know, Give them some nice things to to talk about. Very cool stuff. For our listeners, one more time, we're visiting today with Scott Stevens. He's a certified athletic administrator, and he's the director of athletics at Cascade High School in Clayton, Indiana. We're going to take another quick break, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Tables and Video Boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their tables and their boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an AD was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table. Just fantastic. And the Sideline staff, very easy to work with too. Sidelineinteractive.com. Their products not only generate income for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We actually bought our sideline uh, interactive table uh, at the end of this last winter season, and our kids have loved it. Um, so that's been another great partnership we've had here at Cascade. I, again, I appreciate you sharing that. And you know, I tell people all the time, we bought the two-panel uh, uh, scoreboard. Uh, we actually had a, a sponsor that donated, so it was pretty much paid for <laughs> before we even got it. Um, if I had to do it over again, I would have bought the three-panel one because there are just so many things that the software allows you to do. And, you know, the, the sideline people are just so easy to work with. I remember a time I'm calling them literally 10 minutes before a game and hey, you know, it's not working. Something's wrong. And the guy said, well, did you plug this in? Which I had not. Uh, and so, no, Sideline Interactive is great. Uh, appreciate you giving that shout out. Uh, Scott, you and I were talking during the break and you mentioned uh, an initiative that, you know, you and, and we'll give Rob Seymour a quick shout out too, but uh, that you do at your school with your coaches. Uh, can you share with our listeners uh, a little bit more about that? Yeah, we... Uh... We started the Inside Out Initiative, that partnership with the NFL, and, and we, we did that pre-COVID. Um, we did a book study with some of the coaches and, and trying to get coaches to understand um, what we do is so very important for these young kids, much more than the coaching part, but the mentoring part and, and being good role models and, and teaching these kids life lessons. And, um, you know, COVID now, thank, thank goodness it's it, – Kind of behind us but it did change a lot in in education and um one of the big phrases we use now here is purpose over goals um i had t-shirts made for all the head coaches to wear and um, it's it's fun because when they started wearing them some of the kids are going what's that mean and that gave a, a platform for the coaches to explain hey what we're what we're here to do is so much more important than wins and losses 
it's to develop you as, as productive citizens, as good people. Um, and we do that through sport. Um, and I think it's critical now more than ever, now more than ever that we don't lose sight of what high school sports and education sports are about. It, it, it cannot be about wins and losses only. Um, it has to be about developing these young student athletes into becoming great people. Um, and that's something I speak with to our coaches a lot um, frequently. I had our cheer coach send me a text message last night with a t-shirt she had made for her cheer coaches with her kind of philosophy on the shirt about why they do what they do. Um, so I think it's great that our coaches have embraced that and, and really understand the value um, and how important they are to these young kids. No, uh, Inside Out is one of those, you know, great, great programs and uh, if no problem promoting them. Uh, I think the coaches, I think coaches get it, uh, especially if they have a strong leader like you. Uh, and I think the kids are very open to it as well. Um, what are some things that you've done since starting the program to help coach the parents on on the why and the purpose of, of education-based athletics? Um, uh, anything you can share with our listeners on that? Well, a lot of this stuff with the purpose over goals and the T-shirts, and that that's all fairly new. Um, but anytime I've had conversations with parents and it gets, we come back to talking about high school sports, I always talk about why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and, and obviously sports are an emotional event for, uh, for parents and, and fans. And, um, but the more they hear why we do what we do, you know, it's not about the wins losses. We want to be competitive. We want to win. And, and we've, we've done a phenomenal job the last two years here. We, we've, we've won a lot. Um, and that's great, but, um, just trying to, sometimes those hard conversations, directing them back to, Hey, we want to win, but here's why we're all here. Well, I think we're all on the same page. We want what's best for your child. We want them to be successful in life. And this is what we're doing to try to help, help that, you know, help your child get, get there. So I think it's just the more you can promote that social media, um, following influential people on Twitter and retweeting stuff. So parents are seeing that and um, yeah, utilizing those avenues. Uh, well, I have some ideas for this next school year of, of utilizing a poster maker that we have at the middle school of creating signage that when parents come in, they see those messages and, the more you see them, the more you hear them. Um, hopefully you remember them a little better. No, a a absolutely. Great stuff. And, um, you know, I, I love that phrase. The more you see it, the more you hear it. I, I had a, somebody tell me that just recently. I think it was at a clinic. And I said, boy, I wish I had that about 10 years ago. I, I love that expression. Great, great stuff. Okay. Scott, this has been really cool. Spending some time with you and finding out more about your program. But we're not done yet. We always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. So we're going to take our final break here from Athletic Surveys, who sponsor this. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Scott Stevens, a certified athletic administrator, is going to put into his new athletic director toolbox. We'll be right back.
We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys for their support and for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that helps you evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. ADs usually only hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything. But that only comprises about 2% of your high school. Athletic surveys will connect you with the 2%, but they also connect you with the 98% that really love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to that complaining parent or maybe your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com, find out how they can create a custom survey that's going to let you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Scott Stevens, a certified athletic administrator, and he's the athletic director at Cascade High School in Clayton, Indiana. Been doing this for quite a time, but uh, quite a long time. But right now, I'm going to challenge him to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job. But I'm only going to let him put three things in their toolbox. So, Scott, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? First item would be um, the, the suggestion: reach out and make connections with the ads around you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, the brotherhood, sisterhood of athletic administration is strong. People are willing and wanting to help. So make those connections. The second thing I would tell them is to get involved with your state ADs association. Um, it's been professionally the best thing that I have done. Um, it's allowed me to um, grow my network, grow my support network, uh, to make lifelong friends. Um, and ironically, it seems like it makes my job so much easier because I can you know, pick up the phone, send a text message, email to somebody, and I know they've done it, they've been through it, and it's a great support system. And then the last thing, and I think probably one of the most important things, make time for yourself. Um, be purposeful in setting time aside every day just so you can relax. It may be shut your office door, turn on music for 10 minutes, meditate, breathe, listen to a podcast, whatever whatever you need to do. Um, but it's so important. We get so busy. We get so consumed with our job and we forget that um, we need to take time for ourselves as well. So don't be afraid to do that. Now, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Um, it's one of our top 20 tools, obviously, uh, but I think it's it it should be higher than it gets to be uh, based on responses. Taking time for yourself, taking time for family, you know, don't bring the job home with you. Great stuff, Scott. One more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, pick your brain a little bit. What's the best way that they can get a hold of you? You can email me at s stevens. So that'd be s s t e v e n s at m c c s c dot k one two dot i n dot u s or call me or send me a text message my cell number is three one seven seven nine seven seven zero three two okay 
Scott Stevens, Cascade High School. Thanks so much for sharing with our listeners today and all the best uh, in the coming summer months and uh, next fall in the new school year. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, you bet. For our listeners, um, we do this just about every day and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Come back next time for another great interview and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.